Welcome to the third conversation in my Lightworker Boss Client Conversation Series, a special series where I'm bringing on my Lightworker Bosses as special guests to share their wisdom, super relatable stories, and thoughts on being an introverted, intuitive woman in the online space. They are all at different points in their journey, and I'm sure you will find pieces of your own story in theirs. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you to Alyssa Herzinger as she brings us behind the scenes of quarantine life in the UK, how she started her life coaching business as a result of being laid off in the pandemic, and how she is finding her way as a multi-passionate coach. I hope you enjoy. So the big question is this, how are everyday spiritually minded women like us who don't love the spotlight, who are willing to risk everything to create lives that we love, how do we market ourselves in a way that feels good while still becoming profitable? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Mona Lisa Andavia and welcome to the Love, Light and Business Podcast. So excited to have Alyssa on today. She is a life coach and death companion here to support truth seekers along their journey. She weaves together writing, music, magic, death work, yoga, and personal development to design creative, holistic paths that help women find the inspiration to live the life they truly desire. She is also the founder of Silly Girl Astrio Geography. I hope I said that right, girl, where she helps people find their most supportive places. Welcome, Melissa. Okay, well, welcome everybody. I'm so excited to introduce Alyssa to this podcast. Um, she is from the UK, so she's it's dark and nighttime where she's at, and it's sunny where I'm at. So that's the setting that we're in right now. Um, before we get started, let us know where you're from, where you're living now, and what you're drinking. All right. <laughs> so yes, I'm in the UK now. <laughs> probably tell by my accent, not from here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've been here for a couple of years, did my master's in acting musicianship, but I'm from Idaho and Oregon is where where it feels like home. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm planning to stay here as long as I can. And I am currently drinking water out of a tea mug because, Mm -hmm. you know, England. (laughs) Yeah. Is that an England thing? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's so cool. I'm so enticing. My gosh, I've never been there. It's on the list. So yeah, wonderful. You're going to have to tell me more about it. Um, So just give us some background about yourself as an introverted, intuitive woman. What are your favorite, some of your favorite things to do this time of the year, actually start there? Yeah. Um, Well, I'm in lockdown again. England is in lockdown again, but honestly, I can't say that I'm doing anything really differently than I would have anyway, (laughs) because in the fall and winter, I just want to be cozy and I want to be drinking a lot of tea and hot Mm -hmm. chocolate, uh, reading a lot of books, I'm reading a lot of science books at the moment. I've just gotten very curious about new topics that I'd never really explored before. Yeah. Um, And, you know, rewatching Gilmore Girls. I rewatch Gilmore Girls at this. I'm so glad you said that. This is the time to rewatch Gilmore Girls, right? And my husband's always like, is that Gilmore Girls again? I'm like, it's the time of year for Gilmore Girls. I absolutely love that. And is that a fireplace in the background? How it is. Cozy. It's not a functioning one. Okay. It has the vibes, right? <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. So just share where you're at in your business journey. Are you brand new to the online world? Where are you as far as business, coaching? How long have you been doing this? Give us some of your background in that. 
Yeah. So my parents had their own business the whole time that I was growing up. Um, they actually ran a bookstore out of our like basement. Um, so it was mail order. We didn't have people coming to our house, but I just always saw how exhausted and busy and miserable they were running their own business. And I always told myself, I will never have my own business because this looks horrible. Um, oh, no. And so yeah. I never really considered it. And then in, you know, April, May of this year, um, going into first lockdown, losing my day job and realizing I was about to graduate with a theater degree into a world with no theater, I decided that I would, you know, look into the entrepreneurship thing again. Um, And I started watching all of the, you know, webinars, doing all the free courses, downloading all of the um, worksheets people were putting out there. And then came across your stuff, came across like the five day uh, build your brand challenge. Mm -hmm. And um, the other one that I can't think of the name of at the moment, but those were really when it clicked for me and when I was like, oh, this is actually something that I could do. Um, And so since then, I've kind of been slowly making my way through it. I'm a generator in human design and my kind of decision making is is a big wave. Like I'll get really excited and then I'll go really down and I have to wait for it to even out. So I've kind of just been exploring different things and seeing what feels right. And I think that now, um, so I've just finished my master's, just turned in my dissertation and done some kind of like practice rounds of business since April. And now I'm really digging in and um, I think this, this is the time really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, so you actually dove into the world because of losing your job in COVID and because you're like, okay, I'm home. I want to try something out. Um, was there any like element of you ever considering it beforehand? I know you were just like entrepreneurship, no, but then like, was there ever like a curiosity or an inkling of maybe you want to explore it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And let's see, I, I had definitely thought about coaching probably for the last five-ish years, um, but it was something that I was too embarrassed to really say that I was interested in, mm-hmm. um, that people would say, oh, Alyssa, she's just doing another weird thing uh, <laughs> or coaching. How can she coach? She doesn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Um, her life's a mess. Um, but uh, yeah, it was, again, these courses in Lightworker Boss where it was like, oh, no, this is actually doable and you mm-hmm. can actually do this in a respectable way. Because yeah, I had yeah. huge blocks around that. Yeah. Um, and I had kind of done other entrepreneurial things of like, oh, I could sell this product or I could make this business happen, but they were always very short-lived and not really well thought through. It was just something I was excited about in the moment. Yeah. You just had it like in your blood, it sounds like. You got it from your parents. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And you, did you say you'd like, you'd like, oh, I'm going to sell this. I'm going to try this out. You would always have that kind of going yeah, on in your 10, I know I, I tried to start building a website called Allie's Attic where I would sell like, <laughs> stationery. <laughs> oh, wow. How cute. 
cute. I love that. Did I get going? I did not. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But you sure. had the idea, right? That's the yeah. whole point. I think I remember I was like in kindergarten, maybe even first grade. And I told all my friends, like, just bring your random stuff from home. And then we put it out on the benches, you know, like the table and the, the picnic tables. And we were just selling them. Mm-hmm. It was like a dollar for like a, a pencil or whatever. And we were so excited. <laughs> Yeah, so, pure profit too. <laughs> right, I know. I was like, from my racers, so fun, right? That's so funny. So, I mean, as far as coaching, like, and you said that you know you found build your heart centered brand, plan your heart centered biz, light worker boss, and you were like, it's something clicked in there. What was going on in your mind, like before you you had mentioned that maybe you thought it wasn't respectable or you felt like it was some random, you know, people were like, I don't understand that. Right. I feel like my parents still have no idea what I really do. Like a lot of people don't really understand it, but what was that moment for you? Walk us through that click. Yeah. Um, I think honestly, a really big part of it was the module in Lightworker Boss where you go through the coaching tools. Mm. Um, and you had a guest speaker on talking about all these different things and, I'd always been interested in psychology, but felt like I needed to, you know, have a master's degree in that to work with people. Um, but r- I think the, the realization was how coaching is so much of just holding space for people. It's not mm. advising them. It's not telling them what to do. Yes. It's helping them find really what they already know intuitively. Um, and that's something that I've just always done for my friends. Um, mm. And they've been like, oh, you'd be a great therapist. You'd be a great this. And I was like, oh, cool. Thanks. I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was that where I was like, oh, this is actually something I already do that people need. So that's a right. perfect path for me. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And so how long have you been in Lightworker Boss List? I feel like you've been in, we last spoke in July. And before that, I don't know, was that a month before? Like, how long have you been in the program. I feel like it's been a little bit longer for you. started it in May or June. Okay, because then COVID and all that, yeah. world turned upside down. And then, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, beautiful. Um, yeah, and I, I just went through it all, like devoured it and yeah. did all of the work and yeah, and it just yes. like changed my life and sparked, sparked all these different things. <laughs> and now that I've like explored all of those, I'm going to go through it again. Yes. With a new focus of how I want to... Um, direct to like the next phase of, of my business journey. I love, I absolutely love you saying that too, because it is so much about going through the curriculum and with any program, like if you're, if it's not the light worker boss for you, whatever you're going through, it's about this process of going through the program, getting what you need to get from it, getting those ahas, taking some action and then evolving, right? Evolving your ideal client, evolving your program. And some of the time it's even like creating all of the things. Like I created websites and programs and opt-ins. And then I would be like, you know what? This is actually not what I want to do. I'm going to go back. And then, but you go back. It's not like you're starting over. It's like you go back with the experience and with the knowledge that it, that wasn't for you, but you're like sticking with it. Right. Mm -hmm. So for you, I'm curious, what, what is it, what happened? What did you discover the first time? And you're like, okay. And what, like, what did you shake up? And then what has it evolved to now? Yeah. Um, broadly, I think I just really found how fun I find all of it. I'm like, Ooh, I can learn how to build a funnel and I can learn about this aspect of working as well as making my coaching program and all of that. Um, so it's, it's just so fun to have so many things going on. It is so Um, fun. I will speak to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Yeah. 
and you can do it all from bed, <laughs> which is the best part. I know. I'm on my couch because it's more comfy here than the office some days. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, but what I learned, let's see. So I, I started with, you know, multiple ideas because that's just how my brain works. Yeah. And I, I kind of pursued a few of them and I learned kind of how to, I just did a practice run really of everything in Lightworker Boss, I feel like. Cool. So I decided that my ideal client was a woman or non-binary person in their kind of 20s to early 30s who had had recently left the Mormon church like I had. And so I went through the process of um, kind of researching that ideal client through Facebook and Instagram and finding what sorts of things they were interested in, which was easy because I was, I was in that target market right. a few years ago and then started doing the discovery calls. That was also a huge aha of how just perfect coaching was for me when I was like, oh, this is fun. And I'm not exhausted at the end of the call. I'm like, <laughs> super excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, so I went through all of that, used all of their feedback from those calls and from the uh, 100 question survey to yeah. then build a course specifically to what their needs were. And I actually just sent out the final module of that yesterday, which was really exciting. Congrats. So it's huge. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, and so I, yeah, I just learned how to do the funnels, the Facebook ads, the uh, making a course on Teachable, actually talking to people, finding your clients. Yeah. And while I, I've loved all of that and I've loved the people I've interacted with in that market, I've decided it's not, I think it's a little too niche for my, for what I want to do going forward. Um, but I'll, I would still definitely, you know, work with people one-on-one -on -one in that area. Um, so yeah, now I'm just kind of pivoting and figuring out what my next direction will be. But as you said, I have all of that practice and learning behind me. So I'm not starting from scratch. I have a really good foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. That's really what defines, I think, being an entrepreneur. It's that it's resistance, persilience, and it's that it's uh, persilience. <laughs> Is that a word? <laughs> you know what I meant. But it's really just being like doing what you said. You go in, you dive all the way in, and then you're like, huh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to scooch this over. I'm going to, I'm going to pivot a little bit. So for you, what is, how have you been able to been like, be like pivot and stay inspired and not lose that momentum, not lose the steam and not be like, Oh, this didn't work. I didn't like this audience, whatever. Like I've, cause I've heard that a lot. So if you could speak to for a second, what inspires you to just like, stay in the game and continue going. And I, and I know you speak to a lot about how it's exciting and it's passionate. It's fun. I think that's definitely a big part of it. You kind of have to love this stuff, but if you yeah. could share some of that. Yeah. Um, I think a big part of it is staying curious about other things. Um, so things that I'm considering now as a potential direction are things I didn't even really know about six months ago. Mm -hmm. So I like by keeping my perspective broad and reading from lots of different sources. Um, I think that has helped me stay excited and, you know, bring that freshness to it. And then also just really appreciating what it was. It doesn't feel like a failure at all yeah. because yeah. it wasn't. Um, it, I, I learned everything that I wanted to learn from it. I connected with amazing people 
and I'm just making a choice to do something different. Yes. Um, yeah. So I guess not feeling like it was a, it wasn't a mistake to do that. Cause I feel like that could really yes. drag me down. So I can be like, Oh, I just suck at this. I should never try again. Yeah. Yeah. So it, and, um, it's almost like you, like you have made the decision that this is what you're doing. Like I, I hear that too. Like there's, there's, um, and th- that takes a lot to get there. So I have to acknowledge that it's not this like, oh, maybe, maybe not. You're like, I am building this business. I am coaching. How did you get to the point where you were able to make that decision? How did you know for sure? Mm, that's a very good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I have, a, I have a very good friend and business like peer uh-huh. Um where I think it probably would have been a lot harder for me to just say that to myself and believe it. Mm-hmm. But when I started leaning that direction and being like, oh, maybe I don't have to go back and get another job. Maybe this actually could be what I do. Yes. And then I yes. tell her and she'd say, of course, that's what you should do. You're yes. perfect for it. You're doing great. <laughs> Look at everything you've done. And I was like, oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. 100%. yeah. So having that, that support is really useful. And yeah, and and just and learning from your experience as well, from what you've shared in the in the modules of Lightworker Boss, of hearing how many times you pivoted, and <laughs> um, I'm saying I'm so many times. I'm sorry, but <laughs> it, it just set a really good like model to follow. Like I don't know if you know Lacey Phillips' work, but she talks about having expanders. Where if you want something but you've never seen someone else do it, it's really hard to do it. Yeah, because you can't imagine exactly what it will look like. So finding people like you who kind of blazed a trail and then I can blaze kind of a side trail. I'm not going to follow exactly in your footsteps, but I I know the direction to go. I love that. I thank you for sharing that. That is everything. I don't even know. I'm like, we're done here. That was beautiful. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Thank you. So I remember the last time we talked, um, there was this big, we had worked through a block for you and it was, I remember we spent the whole session, like the majority of the session, just holding space for this block to move through. And I remember just like, I remember that was, you know, cause I, when I, when I hold that and I hold the space, I can kind of sense with my intuition what's going on. Right. And so I was just like, I remember just walking around and being like, just holding it. So if you could just share, you, you don't have to go too deep into it, but just what that process was like for you and what, what was able to like, what, what space was created because of that process? Yeah, it was really remarkable, both as you know, someone receiving coaching and worth working through a block and as someone learning how to coach. Mm, good point, yeah. To be in that sort of position where I imagine that you could have felt like you weren't really doing anything, like we were kind of just sitting there in silence for a really long time. <laughs> right, for like half an hour. <laughs> yeah. But it was everything. And like, I've been in therapy and I've done loads of, you know, self-development work. Yeah. And I had never really had someone sit there and hold that space for me. Yeah. And so it just allowed me to feel so like safe and so protected but also to show myself that I was worthy to take that time to work through it because in all the work that I had done I still felt like I should just be able to you know take an action and be done with it Mm -hmm. I never wanted to wait and be patient 
And so having you there to be patient kind of for me. Yeah. And really stay with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and like you said, when, when we did that and working with the cure, it's about like that block is never going to be back. There will be other things similar or other layers of that, but that piece is gone forever. And it really is. I've done a lot more work since then around that area. um, And it's been really, really amazing. But yeah, I've never had to go through that piece of it again. Right. And there are, of course, other layers, right? But having moved through that, and I remember you saying that that block was with you for a while. Like, I forget, but you said it was a long time. (laughs) I forgot how long, but I remember it was like a long time. Yeah. It was about, you know, I will never be loved or lovable, something Mm -hmm. like that, which yeah, I remember like writing in my journal at 12 years old. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that was like a lifelong, you know, wow. So what do you have to say? And like that speaks to, I think the power of coaching and the power of just holding space and being present with somebody. Cause I know so many people are like, well, I don't know what to ask. And I've, I've had these, like these questions before when I first starting out, but Mm -hmm. there's so much to be said about just being present witnessing somebody holding the space that really and and doing that week after week if you're doing one-to-one coaching there's so much power in that because we don't get that right even mm-hmm. when we're talking to, to friends and like there I you know I'm so happy now to have girlfriends who really just hold me right but there's mm-hmm. still also something different about a coach and so what would you say to somebody who is like, I don't know how to coach. I don't know how to get into this. And we're maybe having some of those same doubts or questions that you had starting out about, can I really coach? Yeah. I mean, I would really recommend hiring a coach yourself if you haven't yeah. had one. Yeah. Um, and then just really diving in. Like it will never be as scary as you think it will be. If yeah. you say the wrong thing, the person in front of you or on the phone is not going to yell at you. Mm-hmm. They might just be like, oh, that was kind of weird. But <laughs> yeah, right. And I yeah. think really, especially if you're someone who's already called to this kind of work, you're already doing everything. Such a good point. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of getting on the phone with someone you don't know who needs it. And it will just come naturally, I think. Yeah. And as an introverted woman, how do you like, and I feel like, oh, I'm introverted. It's, it's, I might get drained with my clients. I absolutely, I become an extrovert around my clients because I just, I get, I just love my community and I love my tribe. So I don't like if I do, and I don't try to do this, if, if for some reason I'm doing five back to back, then I'll just be like physically tired. Right. But it's not the soul draining thing that it is of, you know, when you have to for um, <laughs> go into a bar or a club and be, you know, I'm just like thinking of the most extreme things. It's not that. And so if you could yeah. just speak to being an introvert and being a coach and how that's a little different, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. That was another huge kind of expander moment for me with this work and this program was like, Oh, it's okay to be an introvert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah, it's exhausting to live mm-hmm. in the world as an introvert. And I, I think what is so great about this is that it's and this and just the world of entrepreneurship as well is that you can build it how you want it you don't have yes. to follow the model that extroverts have built for centuries yeah. Um, yeah and so when i've like made times available for calls with people i've been really intentional to leave like two or three days 
where I will have no contact with people I don't know. And I also take a tech Sabbath from Friday night to Saturday night now where I just turn off all of my tech and I just read or, you know, try to paint badly. Um, (laughs) But that's just a huge refresh for me to go back into this when you are spending so much time online, which can be exhausting in itself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Exactly. And I absolutely love that. It's the being away from the tech, putting the boundaries in place and knowing, right? Like knowing that, you know, you don't want to have 10 back-to-back calls, but, and those are the things you discover as you go on and coach, I think. Like those are the things that you don't know until you do it. And you're like, okay, I, that was energetically too much for me. Right. Mm -hmm. Have you always been pretty in touch with your intuition and energy and, and magic? Let's start talking about this realm a little bit. Talk to me about that. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's a discovery since leaving Mormonism because that is very not a magical world. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, so yeah, really the past five, six years of, of, um, figuring out what I really believed and what felt right to me, what felt like the way that I wanted to live. And it's actually been kind of booming in my life in the past two years because it ended up being what my master's dissertation was about was the way that magical writing and fantasy form a safe space for women to develop their inner voices and integrate it with their physical voice which is wait can I read that that is that's amazing are you done with this like side note we have to talk all about this after the interview because I'm just with the whole rest of the interview on that okay that's exciting. That Thank sounds you. so cool. Um, it was very fun. And so it was very, yeah. very integrated into my own life and had so much to do with my own experiences. Um, and mm. that's really where I got the inspiration for where I want to be leading. I think the next part of my business is this mm. sort of women who have some sort of lean toward the magical like they don't need to call themselves a witch and they don't need to believe in magic like doing spells although they certainly can yeah um but the sense of feeling that there's something else or something mysterious I think that's what I find really intriguing about it all is the mystery Mm -hmm. and that it it does leave the room for your own intuition and trusting your intuition and balancing it with the logic because I think there's a lot of danger in kind of the spiritual world of feeling like oh well this is how I feel so it must be true Mm -hmm. it's fine Mm -hmm. it can be true for you but that doesn't mean it's true for other people right um and so I think there's a really interesting balance there of how we share knowledge and information and how we um how we listen to and interpret our intuition and how then we use it. Yeah. That makes any sense. Yes. <laughs> I am just so enthralled in this conversation because I, that was, oh my gosh, I need to have you on another podcast where you're just talking all about that because that there's so much in there. And I think that so many people are looking for that. It's more of a, like you said, it's the balance between both the the logic and the intuition and, and grounding it, right? Um, so yeah, I get this another. I can I can talk. That's a great job. Oh, sorry. Oh. I think you do a great job of balancing that with yeah. um, everything that you talk about of the feminine and masculine energies mm-hmm. and building this part of your business to fit your introvertedness and intuitiveness. 
And then also doing, you know, these very firm business things. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. I mean, the light worker boss is, and tell me if you've experienced this. It's, I try to structure it. So it's both, it's both the mindset. Yeah. And the, and the funnel and the business stuff, right. It's, it's both. And they both hold each other. I couldn't, like I made it because I couldn't just go one way. It had to be a mixture of both because that's how I am. It's, I'm a mixture of both. Right. And so, and that's what's so unique about it. Because everything else is either, oh, you know, change your mindset, change your life, which is great, mm-hmm. but right. you can only change so much. If You're you like, don't but I need a funnel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's just the other way, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then you just get drained and exhausted and don't want to do any of it because it's so boring. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. I love that. So for you, how, is, how has your brand, who you are as a coach, your business, how has that evolved since the Lightworker Boss, since being on this journey? If you could just speak to how, where you are now and where you were when you began. Yeah. Um, well, I guess in just a very visual way, <laughs> um, the brand that I was developing earlier in the spring was very much around this sort of mystical idea. It was like dark Scottish woods and women in linen dresses and things, uh, which I still love. I want that to be my life. Um, But (laughs) brand that I've just launched in a sort of other side project is called Silly Girl um, Astro Geography. Mm -hmm. And it's like bright pinks and purples and all of these things of like, of when women are called silly girls is this derogatory thing. It's like, hey, you know what? We can be silly because silly is fun. And we can also be really smart. So Mm And mystical and mysterious and in the woods. There's so we're multifaceted. I love absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it went from, you know, dark and mystical to just like candy. (laughs) I love that. Because we really are all of it. All of it. And um just I think that maybe some people tuning in can can relate to that because there's so there's just owning every part of yourself, I think, is is what you're speaking to. Yeah. And, and that's something that I found really useful too from this work is I, I'm so like wildly multi-passionate about things that I don't think that I will ever have just one branch of business. Mm-hmm. And this has shown me ways that I can kind of segment into different markets with different things that I'm passionate about that I can combine into everything. And that then I can also work with people who have you know, 10 different things they want to be doing and figuring out how to balance them and move them from, you know, front burner to back burner. And what do you need to do for this one now and how to balance all of that? Yeah. Um, So yeah, like you said, just accepting and uh, (laughs) worshiping is the word that's come to mind, but that's not what I mean to say. (laughs) Embracing, accepting and embracing all those, all those parts of you. Yeah. How did you get to that place? I feel like that's, I mean, now it's like, okay, you, you've done the work where you get to the point where that's an easier statement, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like at this point in my journey, I'm like, I, I remember still just that not being true for me, you know, like mm-hmm. not being able to say, hey, I'm an introvert. I'm doing business in a different way. And it's, I'm going to find a way to work because for it to work, because that's really what I want. So for you, how did you develop that? Um, yes, yeah, really, really good question. Because my whole life, yeah, it's been like, oh, you need to choose one thing and you need to yeah. focus on forever. And that's not how the world works anymore, mm-hmm. if it ever did. Um, especially as, as we've seen now with COVID, if 
you had one stream of income and it depended on having a physical location, right? That's gone. Yeah. So I think I've felt a lot more kind of vindication in having a lot of different streams and kind of portals of things that I'm working on and creating income through. And then also just becoming okay with myself. And like I said at the beginning, one of my big blocks around coaching was that people would think that I was silly, that word again, Mm -hmm. and that it was just another phase I was going through or Mm -hmm. that, you know, I, I, who was I to be doing that? And now when I look at something I want to do, I'm saying, well, no one's else doing it. No one else is doing it. Who am I not to do it? Yes. And if someone thinks it's silly, then whatever. Go away. (laughs) I'm I have another coach in my life whose opinions I care about, and it's right. not yours. <laughs> exactly, Ex- uh, exactly. And you find your own way, and you find your the people who resonate with your with your message. And I think there's this appreciation that pe- like with transparency, with auth- authenticity online, especially. There's there needs. Yeah. I think there just needs to be more of that, especially in the coaching industry, where it's like here I am and here's, it's not perfect and my life isn't perfect, but I'm still showing up and I have the biggest heart and the biggest intention. I'm here to hold space and guide people. And it's like, when you focus on that, everything else kind of drops away. Mm -hmm. That's something that I've really loved about watching the way that you show up online and the way that you market and, and teach in your courses is, is talking about this, you know, not being at any sort of perfection because no one will ever be there, (laughs) but just a few steps ahead on the path. That's the only place you need to be to help someone who's a few steps behind you Exactly. and being completely honest about that. Because yeah, you're never going to believe someone who says like, Oh, my life is perfect and it's always been perfect and it will never be not perfect. It's like, no, I I just want to get some help going through the parts that (laughs) will never be perfect. (laughs) Right. Exactly. And it's like, okay, that's again, embracing all of it. Right. I mean, I wouldn't resonate with that either. Like, cause I personally wouldn't resonate with it. So I'm just like, and I don't resonate with that perfection, you know? So I'm like, I I can't show up that way because it just feels weird. (laughs) You know, a hundred percent. So what's next for you? Tell us what you are, what you're up to. Tell us what, where we can find you, anything you want to share. Yeah. So I mentioned the, the silly girl astro, astro geography, and it's a very hard word to say. Uh, so that is my focus for the next little bit. And it's really exciting uh, because it's, it's something where my client journey starts with them getting a soul places guide where I walk through all the different lines of the planets on their specific astro geographical map. And it shows them which places are supportive for them in which ways and which places are more of a challenge. And then from there, that leads into a one-on-one coaching opportunity. So if they're interested in that and if they want to go deeper, then we can work uh, personally one-on-one. But it's not me constantly doing discover calls, which are a little bit draining for me. Mm -hmm. And I just get to have so much fun looking at these different places and learning more about this topic myself. So that's where I'm focusing now. And that's your funnel. Yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful. And then um, writing a book, hopefully out of, out of this dissertation, that's the next goal for that. Oh, yeah. You can find me 
Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I said, keep us posted on that. We, oh. I mean, I, I'm sure so many people here are going to want to find you and follow you. What's your, um, your Instagram? Are you on Instagram or Facebook or both? Where can we find you? Uh, Instagram mainly. So yeah, my main profile is at Alyssa Herzinger, H-E-R-Z-I-N-G-E-R. And yeah, that's where I do most of the, most of the work. And I link to all of the random things that I'm doing there for the most part. Awesome. Very, very feminist, very uh, social justice oriented as well. Yeah, go finer, you guys. Well, if do you have any last words here for? Well, I have two more questions. I'll save that one. Okay, first question. <laughs> so you know this, and I, I. It's not just about. I always talk about. It's not just about the income. It's not just about. It's it's that right. It's being held by that. But it's not. That's not the end goal. And I find that being the commonality for light worker bosses. We're not in this industry strictly for that. We do want the abundance and the support, but for you, what is the bigger why? Yeah, for me, it is, I mean, I think freedom is probably the word that most people would use, Yeah. but it's the freedom to live anywhere that I want to be living. Like right now I'm in Cornwall, which is somewhere I've dreamt of living my whole life. Yeah. And also having the space to do my other creative projects that aren't necessarily big income earners, like being an active musician and a music director is work that I absolutely love. And it's so fulfilling for me, but it does not pay well, especially now when there are no shows going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So for me, building my space. Yes, exactly. So having my own businesses allows me the space to do these other creative things and not rely on them for my income. So it's just so much less stressful and more enjoyable. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And what would you say to any introverted, intuitive women listening in who are like, I, I want to get there, right? Like maybe you're a couple steps ahead and they're just like, they're considering what to do next. They're considering, they're feeling stuck. Like if you, if you, have you ever been in that place first of all? I don't want to assume, <laughs> but maybe not. Maybe you popped out of the box like this, but any words of wisdom for them? Uh, yeah. Yes, I have very much been there. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure everyone here has, right? Like we've all gone. It's like this commonality again, like we've all been through something, right? Yeah. I think it's just, I mean, for me, it was a lot of thinking about if I wanted to be in the same place I was in five years. And the answer was, you know, I'm, I am happy where I'm at right now, but I don't want to be here still in five years. So to make that happen, I need to take some big step that I haven't taken before. And it was terrifying. And it was, it, it felt like so much money to invest when I had lost my job and didn't know when I would be working again. Um, But it was, you know, it was intuition. It was knowing just how, how different your work and the light worker boss felt from the other things that I'd been seeing online mm-hmm. and just feeling how much that resonated with me. And I would just say, if you feel that, that means it's the right thing to do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, the right the yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, listening to yourself because you already know the answer. So just trusting mm-hmm. that and going with it because it will be 100% worth it. Even if you end up deciding not to do what you think you're going to do now. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. No learning is ever wasted. Nothing, nothing you do is ever wasted. Beautiful. So well said. Thank you.
enjoyed today's podcast, please head over to iTunes and give me a five-star rating and a short one-sentence review on why you love the Love Lighting Business Podcast. I would greatly appreciate it because it would help me reach more introverted, intuitive, and empath women and lightworker bosses who could use the support on their own business and spiritual journey. Thank you so much, love. Love and light.